0: It's, it's Wazir. Wazir. My name is Wazir. And my name is John Muhammad. And this is the Business Building Blocks podcast. How you doing? I'm fantastic. How about you? I'm doing good. We back like we never left. I don't know who thought that we wasn't going to come back. Not to... <laughs> the Business Building Blocks is back. We got a lot to talk about. And we're actually kicking this episode off, or like a great return, with our first guest, right? Was he our first guest? Or one of our guests? Yeah, one of our first one guests. Our first guest. One of the first I... guests. Uh, Lee of Air Expressions, right? Right. And... You're an artist. You, t- tell them just a real quick okay. rundown of who you are before we get into the discussion.
1: Abrush artist. from Houston, Texas. Abrush artist. All paint, acrylic. I do murals, kids' rooms, uh, ceilings, whatever. Stuff like that.
0: <laughs> all around creative. And the, the, the creative businesses are one of the hardest ones to get into. So I've always respected you for that yeah. because I know how hard it is to get art as a viable way to, uh, you know, to get money and resources. Right, right. So you wanted to get into a topic of discussion. We went to the movies together as a family to see this movie, and you wanted to talk about it because you yeah. had some thoughts on it. So we went to go see the movie Harriet, which was the uh, the biopic of Harriet Tubman. Um, but there's a little bit of controversy on either side where they inserted certain uh, characters that didn't historically exist. Yeah, And um, so there's just two sides to the argument. Like, should we support black movies even though they throw in some stuff in there that might make us look a certain kind of way? But you still kind of get the over, you know, get the story told, you know. But- yeah, we're
2: talk, we talking about Harriet Tubman and uh, otherwise we wouldn't have a, would not have been talking about it. And uh, uh, oftentimes we don't want to talk about history of slavery because of the painful uh, experiences and the legacy of slavery. But we still suffer now from the effects of slavery and it perpetuates to now. And so, really, if you want to get to the root of a lot of problems, you need to study history to get to the root of it.
0: And uh, we need to study history. We need to study our history. Yeah, because what what Harriet Tubman means, and I wonder what's the inspiration for that. Remember they was going to put Harriet Tubman on the $20 bill? Yeah. I wonder was that what led to the creation of the, you know, because they didn't end up doing that because of the administration that came in. But And, and I don't
2: agree with her. She probably wouldn't want to be on the $20 bill. I mean, look at what uh, the twenty dollars bill represents America and, and America as a as a nation, as an institution that made slavery legal. It, it was legalized slavery. You know, you can't separate slavery from America. Slavery is as a American as as a apple pie. I mean, slavery built America yeah. and made this what made this nation the greatest power on earth. Financially would lead to military might, but the basis of that power is our undoing. Yep. You know, our our uh, death, suffering,
0: and torture. You know, the humiliation of us as a people. Well, let's talk about the the, the movie in itself. How do you how do you because this this is a, a business show, so we're talking about um ownership, right? So who owns? Are, are is our community benefiting from this financially? Probably, in certain ways, the actors are probably, but us as a community. Yeah.
2: And and I and I heard that uh, Janelle Monet, is that her name? That is, she was an actor, but she was also a producer of the film. But I, I suspect that there's been some outside interference because of these characters that was created, and 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 this bound, this black bounty hunter and this uh and and Janelle Bonet's character in the north both of these characters was uh made up but why and these p- people was made uh uh main characters in the narrative because as uh we know Harriet escapes to the north right. and when she goes to the north then she is received by this Janelle Bonet character and she give her refuge in a hotel or something that's black-owned by by a black woman. So you have some women liberation issues there. Uh, You have some feminist issues that's being raised that wasn't raised at the time. Okay. You see, in the feminism, the uh, male-female debate, uh, struggle, it wasn't our struggle. It was a white woman who didn't have... uh, uh, she could not vote. She was she was also uh, uh, in a form of slavery, because only the uh, rich white male that owned land could vote, and that's who was in power and that was who ruling. So the white uh, woman's liberation movement had something to do with white women, not black women. Harry Tubman was trying to free black and white, male and female, not black and white, but male and female slaves. <laughs> You know, uh, male and female slaves. It wasn't she wasn't a a, a feminist, right. and then you have this uh, antagonist, uh, the villain here. Instead of being slavery or the white uh, male slave master, now your anger and resentment is to the black man, who was a victim of slavery. Right, and this this is is this uh, conflict and incongruency. And the movie is why a lot of people in the conscious community and the woke community uh, opposed the movie. It's, it's not, you know, they, they in, inserted some modern conflicts into uh, the historical story.
0: Hmm. Yeah. But I guess that's what happens uh, when, I don't know, I guess, I'm trying to think about when they was putting this together, nobody in the room was like, you know what I mean? Like, why are we adding this? It's so right, much right. that actually happened. Why are we adding this? But, because um, I was looking at it to where, because even though if you go in knowing that already, then you can pick out, what they say, take the meat, leave the bones. And I yeah. could see elements of her and get inspired to be like, how, how could you do that in modern times? Like, how could we find a way to liberate people in this time? So just that part is good. But see, but when we was talking, you broke it down better than me. And I was like, well, I guess I do see. And that's what. Yeah, go ahead. That's
1: important because, like. He understands more about it than we do as being younger. So that's where parental guidance come in as far as watching movies, because you can sit there and explain to your child what's true and what's the lie in the movie. So you know what I mean. Can you imagine a kid with no parents watching that? Right. You see what I'm saying. So that's
2: and 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 I want to quote two people, one being Malcolm X, and a lot of people in the the conscious community. They listen to it that Malcolm X to be a leader. Malcolm X said, "We have to." learn how to look read between the lines. That's right. When we look at the news and media, we have to be able to read between the lines and what they are saying, cause he said we'll end up in gas ovens <laughs> like the Jews did in Germany. And yeah. in, in Hitler society they end up in gas ovens because the Jews were demonizing the media first right. before they started putting them in concentration camps. Right. And what's happening to us, they use art and and, and entertainment to make characters out of out of black people. It, it, you know, we seen it in blackface when we was talking about film uh, and cartoons. But even in movies where the black character's always a criminal, you know, he's always a, a thug. And then you'll come out when we protesting, when everybody else protests, uh, they they deal with the issues. But with us, they deal with us being thugs and criminals and all that Hollywood instead show. of dealing with police brutality. Right. So that means the media is used as a weapon against us. And also movies. You know, if they don't tell the story correctly, it's like changing the textbook. And they start minimizing slavery. Instead of saying that blacks were slaves, they say they were farmers. Right. And they came here to help farm. And and we didn't come here willingly right. to help them farm. That's, that's like saying the same with, with Thanksgiving, that the Indians... Help the pilgrims survive, but look what they did to the Indians.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, yeah, and it's all about framing. Because right now, a lot of people are protesting in, in Hong Kong because China trying to uh, make Hong Kong a part of main, you know, the main I didn't, country of China. Of it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so they over there protesting in the streets, they rising up, but they, view, the, the the liberal media and stuff on this in in America is you know, framing them as, like, uh, look at them. They're standing up for it. They're not going to take it. You know, they, they're pro-democracy. Yeah, they're bigging them up. But when they look at, uh, when we was doing that in Ferguson, they was calling us savages, thugs, yeah. you know what I mean? And so, then they want to call us terrorists.
2: Yeah. Domestic terrorists. And and if we identity, black identity, terrorists, I mean, how could you learn in your culture and your true identity be a threat to this, this country? And it goes back to Harriet Tubman. We look at that slave. When she escaped, they can no longer make money off of her. Right. But as a slave, you have a choice. You can escape or you can stay on the plantation. And in then, and then this modern t- uh, time we're living in, we still have that choice. Do we want to remain on the plantation as a second-class citizen? You know, we living in poverty. we living in, in, in we going to prison, and we don't have equal access in the society. And even the civil rights. That we gained in the in the the, the laws that we uh, got passed in the, in the 60s are being threatened by the Supreme Court. That's right. So are we going to go back to being second class citizens, or do we want true freedom, which is separation?
0: In my opinion, you know what was interesting in that movie? They they described Harriet Tubman as stealing slaves. Like her, <laughs> they was like it was, was like we she got, she got a slave stiller. Yeah. yeah. And that made me think about us. Us not serving them, they think it's a crime against them when we do something for ourselves, when we become free. So that made me think of now, if we telling black people, if, if if we can do this interview with you and somebody learns something from what we're talking about, or, yeah. or they hear this podcast and they learn something and they decide to not take their talents to a white, uh, white-owned company or institution, in yeah. their mind, They've been stolen away from That's you. know right. what I mean? It's a cr- You're taking <laughs> I mean, you you my neck. Talking misery. about economics.
2: They brought us here for economic reasons, you know, to make money, make profit. You know, capitalism is the, the form of economy we have is capitalism. Yeah. And it's based off exploitation. So they make money off of our labor and off of our consumption in this modern context. Right. So you're a worker and you go and you spend. So if we do for self, if we set up our own company, then we working for ourselves, we're not working for them. And if we buy and patronize black businesses, each other. we are spending with each other and they not receiving that dollar. So it's scary. Yeah. Segreg- segregation was not scary to them. They won't they don't want us living in their neighborhood. Right. But they still wanna possess us. If we say we're gonna separate, we're going back to Africa and so, say, Oh, you violent, you know, why are you talking violent? <laughs> I'm thinking, how is that violent if we getting away from you? Yeah. That's like the brother friend from the copy he shoot him in the back. I felt threatened. How you feel threatened? Because y'all getting away from me, and I can't make money off of y'all. Mm.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Man, so how how should we, I, I think about that, how should we, like, should we support movies like this or not? I would say it's important to go
1: see it, but like I said, be able to explain it to it someone who don't fully understand what they're looking at. That's, I, I strongly believe in parental guidance. Like, when you take your kids to the movie, <clears throat> um, just explain to them. I mean, I don't don't interrupt the movie, but if y'all could see it again or get it on DVD later. When, I'll give you an example. When my son asks me questions about stuff, I'll stop a YouTube video explaining to him, then start back playing. He asks me a question, I'll stop it, explain to him, keep, you know, start back playing. That's usually how I deal with stuff. That's
2: right, because it's not just that movie that we're being deceived on. We've been deceived every day on the six o'clock news, you know, on the on the cartoons we talked about, and advertising, yeah. you know, and you know our consumption during the holiday season is is a prime example of that, you know, uh, the Halloween costumes, the candy, or the Christmas gifts, or whatever being mo- motivating you to go spend your money.
1: Yeah,
2: they are deceiving you.
1: Did Did you know? Right after Black Friday sales, a business knows how they're going to do for the rest of the year. Mm. That's why they close right after Christmas. Most businesses close right after Christmas. But they they can predict how much money they're going to make for the year, like right after Black Friday.
2: That's right. So it's it's business. That's why this is a business show, Business Building Yeah. Yeah. So did you? Yeah, we can go into... uh... Uh, Lee's story. I mean, what, what transpired uh, <laughs> since the last time you was on there? And we we had a dynamic discussion. You can go back and look at uh, our early episodes. It's archived on soundcloud.com. Right. And uh, it's an interview with Lee Wilson now. It's been about two years. Two years, yeah. What have uh, transpired since the last time we've seen
1: it? Uh I, I forgot exactly when the interview was, but I know it was a little before Christmas. So, uh Got into a very bad accident. Real bad car accident. Uh, Gotta still kind of be careful while I talk about it. But um, basically, I was in a car accident. Uh, Face pushed in. the Right here in between my nose. The bone in between my nose was broke. Back teeth knocked out. Broken knee, ankle. Uh, I was knocked out. The uh, fireman thought I was dead. Mm. The blood in the cup holder. Blood on the... uh, tachometers, like the gauges, mm. dashboard, window. <clears throat> and the only thing I remember was waking up. I don't even remember the car accident. Mm. I don't even remember it. So uh, pretty much I laid up for almost two years. I uh, went through about six surgeries, five, five, five or six. I don't even remember. It was that many, man. So mm. uh, they had to do two one day. I had to go back for two more. And then uh, it was one more because they uh, had to take some more stuff off my leg. And I still may have to go back and get some stuff taken out. So were you in a wheelchair? No, I was hard headed.
0: <laughs> I, I didn't <laughs> I mean, want to do initially. The wheelchair.
1: Initially, no, I was never in a wheelchair. Believe it mm. or not, I was supposed to be in one, but I, I, I didn't want to. You know, I, I couldn't. I could just sit in the wheelchair. Bad enough, I was on my back, so I was on a walker the whole time. Mm. Walker, crutches. Mine or mine? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I can't sit up. Broken up I, I, after that first accident, I couldn't do it again. So, but um. Uh, the way I sustained myself, uh, I had enough videos and stuff that I hadn't posted on internet on the internet to uh, show. So while I was hurt, I would post videos of me abrushing or search that I have already had it, so people would know what had happened. So I can you. So know, you so. kept your brand alive, right? Right. <laughs> so
2: I, now I, I mean, I re- I remember discovering your channel and I was sharing your videos. Yeah. You know, I was trying to send your business. Yeah, yeah. And you was putting them on a waiting list, huh?
1: I had to. <laughs> <laughs> I had to, but once I, I mean, once I started doing better, uh, man, I wish I had pictures of the stuff, but once I started doing better, I started painting, but I had rods, like metal rods going through my foot and then out my shin, and then there was another one going down. So I'll, I, I'll show you a picture of it. It was.
2: Man, I remember, I, I work a lot on the east side of town on Market, Market Road, Market Street. Yeah. And, um, I passed this, this, uh auto dealership, and you had painted the the sign. Oh, you saw that? For the, yeah. on top of the building. Right. And I had seen the video. Then I passed and seen the bill. I said, oh, that's it right there <laughs> on Market Street. Right, right, I couldn't believe it. I mean, that's what Lee did. Yeah. I said, man. And I, I seen some of your work. I mean, you do uh, murals. Murals, too. They, inside yeah. of homes. Inside a home. Like in bedrooms or
1: something? Bedrooms, like daycares, whatever they want. A kid's room, all that kind of stuff. Glow in the dark, black light, all that. Mm.
2: Yeah. So you got commercial use and...
1: Resi- I don't know if you... Not, not
2: use, I mean uh, customers.
1: Yeah. Clients. Right, right. I, I, uh, <clears throat> I, I market... Uh, I'd rather not pass out cards unless I've dealt with someone before. I know it probably sounds strange to people, but mm-hmm. the best customers come from word of mouth. Like, I don't need to sell myself. Like, if you see my work somewhere and you want it, I can do exactly what you see mm-hmm. if you want it. Like, some people want you to, uh, they, they want to see the facade. They want to see, like, the, the computers, the tablets. I'm raw talent. Like, I don't, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Some people want the smoke and mirrors. I'm, I'm, yeah. That's not me. <laughs> that's your not work. Me. What you
2: said is your work said itself.
1: Right. Basically, right.
2: So one of your clients, I've, somebody noticed the work and they said, "Well, who did that for you?" I, and then they
1: referred. For me. So, but this this is what happened. <clears throat> I went to this guy's house. He saw my work. Like I have another uh, app that I use to market business. This guy saw all my work, and I have over a hundred pictures. So um, I went to his house. And I, I once I walked through the door, I knew we weren't doing business because <laughs> he 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 didn't know. He he said, um, I, I thought you were another race. You know what I'm I think saying? He was a brother. He, he didn't, didn't know think he was black. He, had, he, a problem with he that. had no idea. Yeah. So so um, because he, he asked me to send my resume of right. art school and all this stuff, so I sent him all this stuff. I sent him my work, and he, he had well, the work that I sent him was not what he had saw. He saw only the stuff that I had on the app, so he didn't know. So once he saw me, he was like, yeah, uh, the room's upstairs, right? And I, he didn't walk me upstairs. I put, I took my shoes off everything. Right. So I went and looked, and I said, well, um, let me do the graphics, and I'll get back with you and let you know
2: he didn't come to He was a racist. He just couldn't see himself supporting your business. Yeah. And we don't go through that uh, gymnastics, mental gymnastics, when we're spending money. We uh, equal opportunity, we spend money
0: with everybody. Right. But everybody don't spend money with us. I wanted to ask you, because we... Uh, during that time when you was recovering, did that change your outlook just on things or... What you mean? Having an accident that bad? Like, did you did you look at life different? Did it <laughs> affect your art or... Uh, what was your mental space during from then until during that time? I'm going
1: to be very honest with you. The first accident I had was worse than this one. I broke one big bone the last time. I broke my femur. Oh, okay. Right, so that took a mental toll on me, you know what I'm saying? Like, I I was to the point, like, I tell my mother, I'm like, I'm just waiting to die. Because I I I was I never thought that I would, once the doctor told me I'd never be 100% again, I was like, oh, forget it, I don't want to live, right? And I had I had a, a contract with Kima on the line. I had a contract with Galveston Floats, like, to, to paint floats for the Mardi Gras. That's all the stuff I had, and that was like, that was locked in money, but when I got hurt, all that was gone so i was basically living off of savings and basically broke cuz I, I that that i didn't want to live after that cuz i'm like i couldn't paint because i had nerve problems cuz it, it just everything was not right so i'm like and the doctor was like just try it you he said just wait a year you know what i'm saying he said you will slowly start getting things back it uh it slowly started coming back but my painting did change like stuff uh just stuff that you you do at ease i had to practice almost 2 or 3 years to get it back like it was just from a simple accident so you, this you have this a family accident. too don't you right Chill. I, <laughs> I do so uh yeah so but this accident this last one it wasn't, wasn't that, it wasn't bad cuz i knew i'm like okay this is not bad you know what i mean and, <laughs> and then you didn't
2: go through a depression
1: no not at all not the second one the first one i did the first one i i, I was really messed up mentally like physically, emotionally, I was messed up. I didn't even want to paint anymore. Mm. I didn't. So,
0: wow, you almost lost your passion out of it. Like, yeah, you know, I did for the for the craft. Man, but brought it back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're back.
1: <laughs> so you back now? You're yeah. Back. Accidents don't scare me. If I can live through it, I'm good. As long as I've never broken a finger or arm. You know what I'm saying? Luckily, I've never broken a finger or arm.
0: Man, so did you want to? I want to get into these contracts that you was dealing with and and how that's been working. Do you want to go into the sponsors before we go yeah, we into that? we do sponsorship. Yeah. And then we we'll gonna um, come back. At the Business Building Blocks podcast,
2: uh, we like to talk about uh, our sponsors of those who support the show. Because without our sponsors, uh, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. And one of our platinum sponsors is Nation Products. Nation Products are literacy advocates. It's an online bookstore. Go to nationproducts.com. Nationproducts.com, and we have a new title here uh, Courage to Soar. Um, it's a uh, biography of Simone Biles. Simone Biles. Yeah, the gymnast. Uh, also, we have uh, there's other children's books. Uh, there's a, a cookbook, maybe 19 Recipes, a lot of people that's concerned about uh, living, uh, eating healthy. That's a good title. Um, go to the website. We have a lot of uh, adult titles. We have some financial literacy books. I uh, think and "Grow Rich" is on there. Also, uh, we like to do as a public service announcement: the Final Call newspaper. The Final Call newspaper is a national and international black newspaper. Uh, it covers issues in our community. Uh, and also in Africa and uh, um, around the world. Caribbean. Um, it's published by Minister Farrakhan and Nation of Islam. Final Call newspaper. This issue is the Raging Inferno. Talking about the fires throughout California that's burning right now. A lot of people didn't know about it. Um, go to uh, FinalCall.com. Get a digital subscription at FinalCallDigital.com. And uh, another public service announcement is the Economic Blueprint. And uh, we like to talk about the Economic Blueprint on every episode of the Business Building Block. It is a fund uh, to raise, uh, to purchase 100 million acres of farmland. And land is the basis for economic development. Go to economicblueprint.com. O-R-G, that's economicblueprint.org. We only ask for five cents a day. For all the wage journals in our community nationally, uh, if we give five cents a day, it comes out to like uh, $18.20 a year. just a nickel a day. I just round it off to 20 bucks and go, donate for uh, 20 bu- bucks for the year and encourage your friends and family to do the same and then we can have uh, land as a basis and we don't have to go to war to do it how did how did the europeans get america they they killed a lot of indians you know
0: what I mean? and because of uh, the haitian revolution they got the louisiana purchase for the low cuz napoleon had to sell that's right so they got to thank Haiti for getting all that land for <laughs> and and
2: and, and, the, and the haitians had to fight and all we have to do is donate one, a nickel a day. That's economicblueprint.org. Oh, and,
0: I, oh, oh now, what you saying? Oh. Yeah, another, another oh, yeah, something about that land. Just a little sidebar, because I know a lot of people, the younger people like to be like, oh, who really doing that? Who cool doing You know, we like to follow rappers and influencers and stuff like that. Yay, Kanye West, and I know we mad at him because of the whole Trump support and all this different kind of stuff. You know, he he all over the place sometimes. But what I thought was very interesting he recently bought four thousand acres. Oh dear. And he plans to take this land. He you know, he got the Yeezy brand, the clothing, the shoes. Right. He's gonna have the Yeezy factory on this land. They gonna go from they gonna go from seed to sow. So they gonna they gonna have their own cotton right. and their own fabrics. They're gonna make it from the from the plant all the way to the actual clothing. And they're gonna own every step of the process. And
2: so that's, I think that's, that's a good example of what we uh what we should be aspiring to.
0: And, and a couple years ago when he was saying, uh, my sensei Farrakhan, he's right. saying the exact same. Remember he kept saying America is for sale. America right, is for right, sale. Yeah, right, right. he's been saying that in his interviews. America is for sale. That's right. It's for sale. So that's a real thing and it's happening. I don't know if people know that. That's that. Yeah. right.
2: And so, we, we need examples. Uh, one of the things locally I want to talk about is locally, I'm a member of, of the nation of Islam. That's why I get John Muhammad, Um. Uh, we have a national effort but we also have a local effort and our local website is noihouston.org the national site is noi.org but uh locally we um uh, renovating our building so if you want to help with that effort go to noihouston.org and uh you can help us with our building fund and uh that's what we have
0: for sponsorships okay Let's get into these contracts because I what and if I if I understand because I got I, uh you know John Muhammad second hand yeah hand he hand was hand. telling me about it and basically he was a, so these are like contracts like if you go to um any amusement park and you see people that do uh, drawings of you or they'll do something like that right.
1: not not only or, that I mean drawings uh food snow cones temp tattoos any any anything you see like selling balloons. The little little blow up balloons, uh, the glow in the dark little necklaces, any any of that stuff. That's that's like a contractual agreement for, I mean, most of the time they give you like two years, at least two years to, you know, you're locked in to make money for two years at these area uh, theme parks in and around Houston. Okay, and then, and that's probably national.
2: Whenever right. well, it, it that's is, that's just a, a principle just... of of theme parks, right, and how they operate. Everything is not owned by the one company. Exactly. They rent out space as if a strip center will rent out space in a strip center.
1: And uh, it's not uh, I don't know if I can say this, but it's sometimes you don't have to pay rent. Okay. You know what I mean? Sometimes you don't have to pay rent. I don't. I don't know how to. <laughs> I don't know how to navigate this part of it, but you don't have to uh have a lot of money to get into these theme parks. You don't have have to have a lot. No. And sometimes they'll even give you a a business credit card to go get what you need. Most of the ones do give you a budget and a like a, well, back then they used to give you a budget. Now they'll give you a card to get everything you need to set up. And then that's perfect for them because they know you're locked in and you're going to pay us back because you're here every day. You're going to do business. like you're locked into the contract. So that's a good thing. If you don't have anything. But it's even better when you do have your own because you can control what, like, you don't owe anybody. You go in there, you pay for everything you want, and you set up and start working. You don't need a loan. And that, if they loan you money, they charge
2: an interest. Exactly. And they're making money off the interest. Right.
1: So they're making money off the interest that they let you borrow. You have to pay them rent. Mm-hmm. Right? I'll explain it a little later. And then um, you still have to have employees, and then you're constantly buying supplies. So after you finish profiting, uh, it's kind of, you know, you, you have a small margin of profit. But when you come in and you have everything you need, you do better getting a loan from a bank than uh, accepting something. They're gouging like you on
2: the interest. Yeah, It's like buying a car. A used car salesman, he, he charges you 20-some percent interest. Yeah. Um, and and they're making money off the, uh, the interest.
1: But just imagine having to buy the gas from the same car lot you buy the car from. Right. You see what I'm saying? It's like, it's almost like that.
0: So what has been your experience trying to navigate that industry and trying to get in, get, work your way in? Uh, nepotism.
1: I don't know a lot of people in the business. You know what I mean? The The talent is there. Once they see my work, they see how long I've been doing it. They want to meet me. Um, as soon as they meet me and they start asking me questions about people in the business, that's when you kind of, you know, you kind of vibe that a person not about to deal with you It's like, I'm to the point now where I'll get up and walk out the room. But out of respect for the situation, I'll sit there and just wait through it. But I pretty much know my answer. And um, to give you guys an idea of what I'm talking about, I was dealing with this guy at a, a theme park in Houston or the surrounding area. <clears throat> Call this guy in December of a year. I think it was 2016. 2016. Called him in December. The season starts May. Uh, what is that Memorial Day weekend? Mm-hmm. So the the season start every every water park opens up around Memorial Day, so uh, he said, "Yeah, we'll meet up." Whatever. Gave him a call in January. And by this time, they're cleaning the park, getting ready to, for the park to open for the season. They start that early. So what he did was, um, I called him, texted him, emailed him, set up a meeting, showed him my artwork. Everything was okay. This guy. I want to say his name so bad. This guy played with me from January, February, March, April, May, like five months. This guy, I'm emailing him. He was like, bring this in, you know, bring in your contract, bring in uh, artwork you want to use. You're going to need uh, a building. And everything he asked me for, I got like uh coding from the city that this would be in our County, um, electricity, all this stuff that I really didn't need. So uh, you're talking about, uh, um, permits? All, I got everything uh, he asked for.
2: Okay. In, business, insurance, and everything.
1: Okay. Everything. I got everything he asked me for I got, and, and, um, so it came time, the park was about to open, and he just stopped taking my phone calls. Like, literally stopped. And then I thought about it. I was like, I looked at the list of investors, of people who invested in this park to be built, and, uh, I saw a few a few of our faces in it. Not a lot, but a few. And uh, I couldn't even get in contact with them. And some of them didn't want to have anything to do with it. Like, as far as, like, helping me kind of yeah. get into the
2: park. They type. probably was just used for window dressing. I guess so. Tokenism.
1: I guess so. But uh, long story short was the guy uh, didn't pick me to, to do the, uh, to open the booth in the park.
2: Do you think it had
1: anything to do with your race? I think it had everything to do with it, to be honest with you. If you go go to any park in Houston, any theme park, Galveston, Houston, Katy, uh, Montgomery County, whatever, pay attention and look around at the vendors you're purchasing things from, whether it's food, uh, a necklace, if you're renting a locker, if you're renting a float, uh, average T-shirt, caricature. Mm-hmm. Ask who owns the business, or just just look. You know what I mean. You can you can you tell because those are small
2: businesses, usually, right? Right, and so, they, it's own operated,
1: right? And uh, most of the time they call uh, they call them leases, mm-hmm. so that that's how they handle that. And you get like a like I said, they give you at least a two year contract.
2: But you were uh, fortunate enough to do business at Theme Parks. So you you did b- business at came with it. And that last time you talk, told, us.
1: right, right, right. That was uh, I went in a partnership with someone when I did that. that that's that was right after After World closed. Okay. Right. So now I, it was fifty percent minority. Is that? Look, you had to have a sponsor. Is that it? No, no, no. You had to sponsor. Well, he knew. Uh, he knew the people. Uh, he had worked with the people before he worked with the people before that was at the uh, theme park. So he, uh, I, I mean, I think it was brown nosing or either nepotism, either one. Mm. So, but, uh, I was about to say, uh, the, I, I, I was in a theme park, uh, and it was a, a crappy contract. It was a one year contract. That's very rare. So uh, what they do is they get your, your contract, and you have to pay them a percentage. Okay. Right? They want a percentage of all your profits, which is cool. So um, I pay my percentage on time every month. Whether you want to or not, they're going to take it. So uh, what I learned is they after that year, we were done. They didn't want me to come back. So someone else got a contract 10% cheaper than what I was paying. Doing the
2: same thing. Doing the
1: exact doing? same thing. Ten mm. percent cheaper.
2: Well, you know, business is warfare.
1: Yeah. And
2: I always say it's been a war ever since they they fought to the bring us here. And it's been a war, it is a battle ever since we've been here. Right. And even if we try to gain rights or freedoms or even business, it's competition and uh is 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 warfare.
1: You know, it's really not competition. <laughs> I'm being honest with you. It's really not competition. I mean, I was a better artist. I'm a good example. I was a better artist, but he knew people. You know what I mean? So you have you have talented people who will never go too far because they're being denied. Just simple access. Just an opportunity. Just, just You're not you're not begging. You're not asking. The only thing you want is an opportunity. Give me the chance to show you. They won't even give that. You know well, see, I mean? they seen
2: what happened in sports. <laughs> you know, I remember when when blacks wasn't in baseball, and then when blacks come to baseball, then they dominate baseball. Oh. Then it was basketball. Basketball. We got into basketball. You know, the Harlem Globetrotters. I was just about to say that. Yeah, they was created because it was segregated during the time. Right. But when blacks got into the NBA, it was over.
1: Yeah. That was same, because of same, the Globetrotters.
2: Same with football. We come in and dominate football, even golf now, and tennis. Hockey? Yeah.
1: Are we so. getting into hockey now? Hockey. This was like three, four years ago, yeah. And the blacks, blacks invented hockey. Yeah, sure did. Yeah. Huh? I learned yeah. that, yeah. yeah. It wasn't called hockey. It wasn't called hockey. It was something else, but and it wasn't on ice.
0: Yeah. Oh, it was like on the ground with like a ball and a stick or something? Right. Yeah. Uh,
1: you know you, what
2: well, prefigured it. But a lot of things come from us. But th- that I can understand, yeah. you know. If we get into, you know, if we get in, then it's competition. They want a monopoly, yeah. So they they want to weed out competition, and if they keep us in poverty, and we remain an employee, a servant, then they don't have to compete with another company uh, for the business, right. and they can they can keep their uh, advantage,
1: right,
0: and their white privilege. Man, so what did you end up deciding? You were just like, I'm gonna just leave these theme parks alone, or what what's your what's your verdict? What's the verdict on it? L-
1: locally, um I- I've gone a different route of how I can close a contract. Um you borrow a face of the business. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being honest with you, you yeah. borrow a face for the business. That's it. What does that mean? You get someone of another race to race be the front or, man. Right, to be the front man of the business. Wow. Yeah. That's the easiest way to
2: do it. Seriously, I, I, my my last job, my last job, I was a safety manager at NASA, but I worked for a Nigerian contractor, and the Nigerian all of my coworkers were white. You know, like the the, the project managing uh, superintendents and things. Yeah, they were all white, and they had them dealing with the NASA counterparts, like white men dealing with other white men. Right. And uh but it was a black black, it was two brothers that owned the company. They was <laughs> they put the white face up front. Right. And it made it easier for them easier. to for them to deal with us when they in the majority. Right. When they see several brothers walk in the room, uh brothers and sisters walk in the room, they got a problem. Right. So and that's that's an
0: economic problem. It's real. Yeah. That's crazy that it's even like that in the art world. Cause like you say, you a better artist. It seemed like if you know an artist is you know he's gonna clean up at the at the park. So why wouldn't you wanna but you know, it's a lot of things like that that just get looked it's, over. It's crazy,
1: man. It's very unfair.
0: Man, Real so unfair. so what other um are you still doing your other stuff? Like the custom stuff? Yeah, I, I, I still I still uh matter of fact, I'm working
1: I have to finish two homes before Thanksgiving. <laughs> Believe it or not. Man. I have to finish two homes before Thanksgiving. Uh it's a little girl room. Uh, somebody else I did artwork for before the accident, and then it's another lady, another guy. I know, he started a, a group home for like uh, kids coming out of CPS or okay. in, in trouble or whatever. He uh, won his business logo on the wall at the house.
2: Man, and and also you do the custom
1: motorcycles, I sti- yeah, and I the still helmets, motorcycle. right? I still do that. Uh, what about vehicles? I do vehicles. It's just most most of the time it's like doors, uh, hoods, trunks. But I don't go too extreme because the the money that I'll make on a on a car, I realize I can make on about 15, 20 T-shirts. Mm. Like, it, it's it's less chemicals involved. You know what I mean? I'm trying to stay away from the chemicals, to be honest with you. So I've been trying to—Waterborne is what I've gone to now. Mm. That's that's what I've gone to. That's a new type of paint. Like, it's illegal to use—the paint we use here in Houston—I mean, Texas, mm-hmm. it's illegal in California now. They still oh, use it, but if you get caught using it in California, it's a fine. Crazy fine. It's like lead paint. Right,
0: right. Oh, what in the world? Okay. <laughs> as long as they're killing us, they don't care. Man. Yeah. <laughs> so what's up next for you? Um, uh, I know you doing. You say you working on a project, and I you talked about three D. You trying to so yeah. you so oh. you mentioned bells and whistles, but these ain't bells and whistles. You just looking for more mediums to take your creativity to. Is that what it right. is? Right.
1: It was like. When I first graduated from school, it was only Illustrator, Animator, and Adobe Photoshop. Those are the only three programs you couldn't get around. Even, think about the—you kind of young, but think about the video games in 1996. And then think about the video games now. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So, um, 3D imaging wasn't around. Vector was un—that wasn't even heard of. You know what I mean? So, like a—it it was just—it was a lot different. And now this, like the knowledge that I got in 1996 carried me, like, profit-wise to 2019. So it's just time to upgrade. Like, graphics look crazy now. They look like
0: photographs. Yeah, photorealism is, yeah. like,
1: crazy. Like yeah, they, they have fake models that look—I don't know if you saw it on Instagram, but they got fake models that look perfect. Like, the the body is perfect, skin is perfect, but it's actually graphics. CGI. But that's exactly what it is. Yeah. So they use that yeah. to sell to us, and a lot of people don't know that it's, it's fake. They can't tell. That's yeah. what I'm trying that's what I'm uh trying
0: to yeah. get into. That's the future. Uh that VR, I don't know if you looked at virtual reality stuff. I've seen that. It's a lot of that going on. They even doing animation and stuff with that now. I've seen that. There's AR where you can do stuff within the room. Right. Uh so the future of that, I just been looking at it. Just yeah. you know, I'll be into different stuff I'll, like
1: that. I'll be deep off into it yeah. probably uh the beginning of next year. Man, we might need uh, to collab on something. <laughs> <'Cause> like, <laughs> well, you know, I'm, still, I'm still learning it. Like I, I gotta learn it. I mean, I got Photoshop Illustrated. That's that's old news now.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? So, Well, yeah. So we only got probably like 10 minutes left. Oh, wow. Uh, do you have any last words? Do you want to go in? You don't want to go too deep into the Popeye's, or you want to give a couple words? Oh, yeah, we got to
2: mention <laughs> Popeye's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that shows uh, the extent of our manipulation, the controversy with the Popeye's sandwich, the, the chicken sandwich. I mean, there used to be uh, uh, a stereotype to say that we lack like chicken. Blacks like mm-hmm. chicken. It was like watermelon. You know, it was a racial slur. Right. It's like somebody calling you the N-word. Exactly. But now we're getting there fighting over a chicken sandwich in the Popeyes. So I, I think uh, the, the media has manipulated us mm-hmm. and uh, these corporations with the fake beef. You remember we talked about rap right. music last time. Right, we, right, right. We beefing. Now we got Chick-fil-A and Popeyes beefing. Over chicken sandwich, really, they was just using stereotypical themes
1: to manipulate black people. You know who brought this up? Like about three years ago. You know who Aaron McGruder is? No. You, know, you, you never <laughs> saw Boondocks. the boondock? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah th- he had a show where he did the chicken thing, and I swear it's exactly what you see today. I'm, I'm not joking. Yeah. If you see it? They fighting and all that, right? Yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> it's crazy. Ain't no more chicken. You, you know. It, it shows how powerful our our
2: Purchasing power is—it right. just has to be directed, you know. Intelligent—we have to become more intelligent. Do we want to be mockery the, the the buffoons of the world, you know, uh, or do we want to be intelligent people in the world?
1: And I heard that chicken sandwich been around.
2: Yeah, it was it, it was around before the controversy, and you know they competing for the market, and you know uh, chicken uh, Chick fil A they has they have the chicken sandwich that's their the theme of a
0: restaurant—that's pretty dinner.
2: much the only thing on their on their menu—and then you got Popeyes that's been doing the traditional fried chicken, right? So they was they was used they, they introduced the chicken sandwich to compete with their rival, and they use they manipulated us with the beefs. <laughs> but I'm saying we don't own it. Who right. owns it? You know, they say Warren Buffett own a lion's share of Pope, Popeye's stock, or oh, is a Canadian owned corporation? Yeah, we need to direct our money to black-owned businesses. to empower them so that they can hire more people. They would hire us. Wow. These other people are not hiring us, and if they do, we're only at the entry-level positions. We're not sharing profits, right? You know, we gotta we we gotta become the landowners. We gotta uh, own the plantation, right. not just work on it.
1: Some kids are taught that young
2: but we did want to get your contact information so that you can get some repeat business on this show.
1: All right, no problem. Uh, The name of the business is Air Expressions. I'm on Instagram as Air Expressions, A-I-R-X-P-R-E-S-S-I-O-N-S. And uh, if you need a direct call or text message, 713-931-6856. All right, then. And what type of services? Airbrush, computer graphics, uh, all painting. It just depends on what the person wants. Most of the time I can do it. If if you can think of it, I'll do a digital rendering of it and then you choose which one you want and I mimic not mimic, but basically create the graphics I just sent to the person.
2: And we need to we need to spend money with each other. We need to buy black. Yep. Uh you wanna get some info. You do
0: logos too. Do logos, yeah. Yeah. So if you got a business, they need to hit you up to get the logo. But yeah. Yeah.
2: You want to give out some contact information on YZ Music? We talked about YZ Music off air. I like
0: (laughs) videos. Thank you. Yeah, you was asking me about the claymation and all that, but yeah, we make a lot of that stuff happen just because these be my friends. Yeah, like JV who filming right now, Joseph Vaughns. He does a lot of camera work, and we I help him with his videos, and he'll help me with mine. And it's just like a community of uh, creative people that just we kind of just look out for each other. But um. If you want to uh, check out the series I'm doing, just give me on Instagram at Wazir W A Z E E R and uh, on YouTube Wazir, Facebook Wazir. Uh, 2020 is coming up. That's all I'm gonna say. Not <laughs> yeah. he got some cool stuff coming. Uh, so yeah, just stay tuned.
2: And, and he has a a a theme,
0: a black business theme song. Look like me. Oh, look like me. You know. We hadn't done a podcast in, the, in a little bit, so I was like, I need to start. Not I just like, <laughs> I still need to keep pushing this black economics. <laughs> so I made a song called Look Like Me, and basically the whole, the song is about supporting people that look like you, basically, just being, you-, you know what I mean? Like, just in the same way how a lot of us, we see each other, we kind of mug and become skeptical because we kind of got the mind of our oppressor. It was kind of just flipping it. Like, you see somebody look like you, like, oh, I want to support you. What you doing? What you got going? Okay. You might need what they have. They may need what you have. So that's what it's about, and this was... And it was positioning the family as a, as a, you know how some people talk about money and they be like, when I get money, I'm going to get this car, I'm going to get this. And I was positioning it to say like, or or a lot of us have that rugged individualism where we feel like by ourselves we got, it's the only way to get it. I was just positioning like how a family could be the foundation that will right. inspire you to get what you want to get. And that's like the real success. Like you get successful, you get a family. right? You get land, you get a house. but, And, and the Wall Street is the Avamort. Oh, Black Wall Street is black the art. Wall Street. Yeah, so it all it all ties in, you know. Oh, yeah, so it's a good one. Go a check
2: deal. out Look Like Me by Wazir. And there's a shirt came out of the series.
0: Oh, y'all black. made a shirt that say black people are dope. You know what's crazy? Man. I seen Charlemagne wearing a shirt that say black men are dope. Oh, man. man. I was like, it was it was laid out the same way, too. Yeah, you got uh, like, sis, uh, a
2: sister, uh, uh, Kiana, modeled that shirt for you. The attorney?
0: Oh, yeah, Sister Kia. Yeah, yeah. She bought like four of them for her whole family. Man, she took a pic, yeah. modeled it, you know. Wow. And, and, yeah, so I just thought that'd be cool to have. I, I got right something to say.
1: That. Um, if, if we can separate our money and make other people billionaires, just imagine what we'll have if we just only spent with each other. That's right. You, you know what I mean? So right. that's something to
2: think. Is it $1 trillion a year? Yeah. Ooh. We will yeah. be trillionaires. But uh, also, we need to let people know how to
0: get business building blocks. Absolutely. If you're watching on live right now, let me flip the camera. If y'all watching on live, y'all could uh, stream the podcast on Business Building Blocks. That's on anywhere you listen to podcasts. And uh, you can also get us on Facebook, the Business Building Blocks page, and the Business Building Blocks group. So, y'all are watching right now on the page, go get the group, and you can post your business in that group, and people will support you. Also we have an instagram b b blocks b blocks there we go b blocks podcast on Instagram you can just type in business build blocks I believe it comes up yeah
2: and uh, if you want to support the show as a as a business or as a as a listener as a fan, you can support us with cash app and that's dollar sign BBB podcast there we go three b's podcast
0: any last words for the people?
2: Go and buy black and go watch the movie.
0: Yeah. <laughs> go watch the movie, yeah. I'm gonna check that And one buy one. a chicken sandwich from a black business. <laughs> <laughs> get your chicken black on. Chicken plus. Thank you again, uh Lee, for coming on, man. No you were one of our you, first man. guests. This is like a full circle moment. No I'm glad problem. you came back to give us some more information. Okay. All right, that's it. This is business building blocks. You have the blocks. So get the building. Thank you. I'll see y'all next time. Bye-bye.